The COVID-19 pandemic has given us lots to worry about, especially for the elderly. Now that the vaccine is being administered, I've never seen so many people so excited to get a shot in the arm. Hi, this is Colette from Care Partners Senior Living. We are pleased to announce we have completed COVID vaccinations at our communities. While the vaccine is a big step towards restoring normalcy, we continue our vigilant efforts following strict safety guidelines to prevent the spread. Our residents and staff receive daily COVID-19 assessments from trained care professionals. We continue to take loving care of residents' daily needs, prepare nutritious meals, and support safe socialization and activities seniors likely don't get elsewhere. For these reasons and more, we believe Care Partners communities are the healthiest place for loved ones, both physically and mentally. Learn more about Care Partner Senior Living's 15 vibrant and affordable, independent, assisted living and memory care communities. Visit carepartnersliving.com. The following podcast is provided by an approved senior care provider on the Answers for Elders radio network. And welcome back to Answers for Elders radio. And we are here again with Dana Chrysler, from Bella Vita Creative, and Bella is Bella is an organization uh, that you guys do these amazing family photographs, uh, portraits, um, things like that. And again, Dana and I went to high school together, so it's really, really kind of like coming home to have you here. And I'm just so honored that you chose to come on the show um, and talk about this topic. I think that one of the things that um, it's interesting because when my mom. Uh, Dana, when my mom passed away, we had probably 12 big cardboard boxes of family photographs. Mm. It was overwhelming. And, and I took me a long time to even go into those photographs. But I remember, I have a memory of not too long ago going to my cousin's house and I, Keith and I brought my husband and I brought all the photographs down and we started going through these boxes. And so it was interesting. It was very interesting to kind of relive your life. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that that's a big part of what you're doing is you're contributing to so many memories in a family. And it's so interesting because when I saw pictures of myself as a child, I would think about those moments that I'd forgotten for so mm-hmm. many years. I didn't think about my mother's age lines or I didn't think about you know, what they looked like. I, I had a memory of something that was so much greater. And I think that's really, um, I guess, what impacted me about when you made that post on Facebook. So thank you for that, first of all. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. So tell me, I mean, am I the atypical of somebody when we go through family photographs? And what are you finding um, about, you know, how, how have cell phones changed that moment? Do, are they... Are they diminishing? Are they picking them up? What are you What are you seeing with that? Well, I have mixed. It's a mixed bag, to be honest with you. I'm just like everybody else. I have a smartphone. I take lots of pictures on my on my phone. But I also feel that there are portraits that um, go beyond those candid photos. Mm-hmm. Those are the ones that I would call the keepers. In fact, right. just. To share a small anecdote, uh, I know a young mother with three kids, and she, you know, granted, this might be kind of unusual, but she had all these pictures on her phone, and she told me um, that she moved to a new phone and somehow lost all of the pictures that she had taken up to that point on her other phone. And that just killed me because um, 
that's that's something that can happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the things that I believe strongly in, well, let me back up just a little bit. When I first started doing photography, I kind of looked around and saw what other photographers were doing. And most of them were just putting the digital images on a DVD because that's what we used right. back then. And then they would hand it over to the client and then they would, and then they would go on their way. And I did the same thing, but there were a couple things that changed my mind about that. And one of them was when I did a family session for someone. And about a year later, I gave them to her on a DVD. And about a year later, I ran into her and she looked kind of sheepish. And she said, oh, you know, I, have, I never got them printed. I still have them, the DVD in a drawer. And I thought, oh, man, that's a shame. You know, you should, they have no way to view them. And, of course, computers now don't even, you don't even have a DVD drive. You don't even have a DVD drive, no. Right. And another thing that happened is I had done a photo shoot for um, someone I knew. And, oh, I don't know, a few months later, she posted on social media. And she said, do any of my friends know how to uh, help me get these printed and maybe get a wall picture? And um, one of the other friends said, oh, I have a friend who's a photographer. I'll ask her. And I sat there and my heart dropped because I realized I had left my job undone. Yeah. I, had, I had left her in the lurch, basically. Yeah. So I ended up changing my whole business model because I want my clients to have tangible images. Yeah. They also get the digitals for backups, but I want them to have something they can display. Sure. Now, one of the reasons I feel so strongly about this, and I, and I did tell you I wanted to talk about this because you don't hear these things very often, but um, I read about studies um, where children who grew up in homes where family photos were displayed actually had higher self-esteem. And I can point you to those studies, but um, there's an article that I came across that goes in line with this. It's, uh, and I, I would recommend people go look this up on Google. It's really, really interesting. It was published in the New, the New York Times in 2013. It's called The Stories That Bind Us in the New York Times. Mm. And it was about um, studies that these doctors did where they noticed that kids with learning disabilities tended to do better with changes when they knew more about their families. And so they did this whole study where they um, asked children questions such as, do you know where your grandparents got married? Do you know how your parents met? Um, Different things, you know, do you know your birth story? And a lot of the questions were things that happened before they arrived on the scene. And what they found was children who knew more about their families Um, had what they call more of an intergenerational self. In other words, they they had a better grasp on where they've come from. Some of the stories that were shared with them were stories of how somebody in their family overcame an obstacle. Mm -hmm. And and these were not stories that were questions that you just rattle off to your kids. Sure. What they found was the stories happened in what I would call bonding moments, like during holidays, on a car ride, over a meal. This is where their families would transmit family narratives to them. Sure. And along those same lines, um, family pictures. The, uh, other studies have shown that 
kids have a better grip on their family heritage and where they've come from and being part of a bigger picture when they have family pictures displayed in their homes. Learning all of this just cemented my mission. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, and I think too is, is it's something that you leave for future generations. It's Mm -hmm. like how often do I, I still have a picture of my mom and my dad um, on my, on my bookcase. I look at those pictures and it, it, it reminds me where I came from. Mm-hmm. It reminds me who raised me. I, I mean, I hear their voices in my head all the time as, as I'm, you know, an adult because they raised me to be the person I am. But also it's that, it's that just glimmer of memory. And, you know, I think too, we're, I always am giggle because sometimes I'll have a picture come through my Facebook memories, right? It'll mm-hmm. just be, but it's the same kind of thing of, wow, I forgot all about this. It's a reminder of life that we've mm-hmm. lived. And I think that's the thing that's so important. And and so, you know, talking about a legacy, you know, what does that mean? It's huge, isn't it? It is. It really is. In fact, I think sometimes when we're older and after we've raised our children, we think, oh, you know, I've, I've done my job, I'm done. And a lot of times we don't realize that we still have an important and significant part to play. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that's why I encourage people our age and older to get in the picture. Um, And, you know, sadly, when my mom passed away in 2017, um, I remember going to look for a picture of her, you know, like a nice studio type picture. I have lots of cell phone pictures, but I wanted something for her obituary. So this is the first thing we all do after someone passes away, right? We look at right. pictures. And sad to say, and I'm embarrassed to admit this because I'm a professional photographer, but I didn't have any really nice studio-type portraits of mom except for one that went back to, I'd say, the 90s that we ended up wow. using. Wow. So that, again, made me very cognizant of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Another thing is that in weddings, um, uh, one of the most important pictures you can take at a wedding are the family portraits. You don't realize how important those are until the older generation in the pictures start to pass on. And then, mm-hmm. you know, you've got those pictures. Yeah. And you're around a lot of families when you do weddings, for obvious reasons. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I, I'm sure, you know, you probably see so much more than the average person does when you're, when you're, you know, when you were a photographer, what do you look for and what do you see? That's kind of well, an open-ended question. It is. It is. Well, <laughs> um, I could really, I could spend a lot of time talking about what I look for. Um, there, the type of photography that I actually enjoy doing is more of a fine art photography. Mm-hmm. I find I can do, you know, photos that are kind of candid, you know, whatnot, or what they call lifestyle or documentary type photos. Mm-hmm. I do those, especially at weddings, but I really love doing kind of a fine art look to my photos. And when I would define fine art by saying, um, not just doing a photo that's right before the camera, what I see, but, but having a vision in my creative eye that I want to turn that photo into. And so, for example, I really love timeless portraits that almost look like paintings. And so I have been, you know, working my photography to get around to kind of what they call Rembrandt style lighting, 
kind of, it's the type of lighting that Rembrandt used in his paintings. He had window light, of course, but I love using that to help uh, make it more artistic. So the image might go through many iterations before it ends right. up the, and that's what I would call fine art photography. Is that's that you, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So we are again talking with Dana Chrysler and Dana, how do we reach you? Uh, my website is probably the best way to reach me. It's bellavitacreative.net. And Dana is absolutely available to connect with you and your family about doing a wonderful portrait session. We are blessed to have her here on the show. And she is. she and I will be talking more about this topic right after this. We at Answers for Elders thank you for listening. Did you know that you can discover hundreds of podcasts in our library on senior care? So visit our website and discover our decision guides that will help you also navigate decision making. Find us at AnswersForElders.com. Hey everybody, Jared Sebesti, your host of Retire Repurposed. This podcast is dedicated to help people transition into fulfilling and purposeful retirements. Retirement is a big life change. In fact, the two most dangerous years of a person's life are the year they were born and the year they retire. Few people could just flip the switch from working a career 30 or 40 plus years retiring on Friday without methodical steps to living what we call a repurposed retirement. To listen now, search Retire Repurpose on your favorite podcast platform, Senior Resource, or Life Audio.